You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com. Listen, people, 
Listening to African Perspectives, where we view the issues of our day from an African worldview and African centered perspective. This program is unapologetically African. It is a custom in the African tradition to ask elders for permission to speak, having been granted permission to our ancestors whose shoulders we stand on, to our elders whose shadows we walk in. I greet you, my dear brothers and sisters. In the language of one of the greatest civilizations on this planet, it gave the world the basic disciplines of knowledge of science, math, architecture, music, writing, law, religion, you name it, we did it. The Greeks called it Egypt, but they called themselves Kemet, and Kemet means land of the blacks. I greet you all in the Kemetic language, the word of peace, Hotep. It is truly an honor and a privilege to pour libation because we truly do stand on the shoulders of those who came before us. We're going to use water because water has no enemies. Water is the great cleanser, the great purifier. Everything on the planet that lives, it needs water from a tiny microscopic organism to a tall redwood tree. We pour water into the earth to invoke the spirits of our ancestors and we say the word ashe. It simply means so be it. So we pour this libation to God for all that God has done and for all that God will do. We sashay. We pour this libation to Mother Africa, birthplace of all humanity, everyone who has lived, everyone who will live in the future. We all have a common ancestral root in Africa. We pour this libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. I mentioned Kemet in the opening. Kemet was the height, the apex, the zenith of African high culture. But there were others as well, as Timeri, Punt, and Nubia. So we poured a libation to the classical civilizations of Africa. 
You say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa, of Ghana, Mali, Zangai, Benin, Great Zimbabwe. Civilizations that were flourishing and growing while Europe was in a medieval or dark age. The University of Sankare at Timbuktu, an outstanding educational institution. So we poured us libation to the contemporary civilizations of Africa. We say, Ashe? We poured us libation to the Ma'afa, the holocaust of our enslavement, the Infakani, the great tragedy, uprooted out of Africa. Our brothers and sisters lay a carpet along the Atlantic Ocean. We're in North America, South America, Central America, and throughout the diaspora. So we poured us libation to our brothers and sisters who suffered the Ma'afa, the Infakani, the holocaust of our enslavement, the great tragedy. We poured us libation in their honor and in their memory. We do not know their names, but because of them and their sacrifice, we are here. So we sashay. We poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. If you ever heard me do a libation, you will know that we were not slaves. I repeat, we were not slaves. We were captives. What does a captive want to do? Get free. So we poured us libation to all those men and women who fought against enslavement. In fact, I maintain that some of us are more of a slave today than we were in our initial captivity because some of us are a slave to vice, to corruption, to drugs, sex, and violence. So we poured us libation to those who fought against enslavement. Gabriel Prosser, Nat Turner, Denmark Vesey, Harriet Tutman. We always resisted. And we will always resist. So we poured us libation in the name and the honor of those men and women who fought against our captivity. We poured us libation to those unborn, those young men and women who will once again lead us back on the stage of human history as a free and proud and productive people. We sashay. We poured us libation to brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of of family. We need each other. We don't have good family life. There's a saying, conditions shape conduct and consciousness. The conditions in our community are bad. The conduct towards each other is not good. Because why? We lack consciousness. And consciousness is more than just awareness. Consciousness is a deeper understanding of who you are historically, who you are culturally. So once we begin to understand the importance of brotherhood and sisterhood together for the union of family. Brothers and sisters, let us all say, Ashe, Ashe. You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Good morning, African world. You are listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforanawakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. And I am your host, Baba Oshi, Hotep family. Hope everything is well with you today. Hope you're going to have a good day today and a good weekend. Hope you get a chance to do all the things you want to do, should do, must do, can't do, and will do. Hoping the weather will be accommodating for you to do it. I know here it's going to be seriously raining here in the Atlanta area based upon what the meteorologists and forecasters are saying. 
and what my be and what my phone be saying. <laughs> so, but hey, if it got to get done, it must be done. It will get done. This is African Perspectives. We're here every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. 10 to 12 Central, 9 to 11 Mountain, 8 to 10 Pacific, or any other time around the world. But if you cannot listen to this program live, you can always go to our archives at timeforanawakening.com. At the top of the page, you'll see podcasts. Click on that. The drop down, you'll see African Perspectives. Click on that, and there will be programs that are dated and titled and pretty much updated because uh, Brother Kwaku be on it, man. I really appreciate Brother. You know, and uh, so, but if you cannot, but also too, there's a shortcut family. Yeah, go to whatever search engine you like, you know, uh, Google, Firefox, yeah, BB to me. Time for an awakening itself. You know, put in the search, put in the search African perspectives and and put in babaoshi.net. BabaOshi.net. If you're in African Perspectives, just put in BabaOshi.net and then African Perspectives will come up and there will be programs that are dated and titled. All right. Other programming we have here on Time for an Awakening. I can't remember what date that uh, my good friend Brother Alfonso Watkins said he's going to start Black Reality Think Tank, but it's coming up soon and you know, I can't wait to listen to the first broadcast in honor of Dr. William Rogers on Friday well today is Friday <laughs> well if it's Friday and then at 8 p.m. Friday it'll be time for an awakening be time for an awakening with brother Elliot and brother Richard 8 p.m. Saturday from 7 to 9 the Sankofa Elders Council and then on Sunday once again at 7 p.m. Time for an awakening with Brother Elliot and Brother Richard. And of course, the number to call is 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. We buy black. We buy black, the largest online marketplace for American African-owned businesses. Get everything you need from American African-owned businesses. We buy black.com. Go to the website family and check it out for yourself. Also to make a donation. Let us be. Let us start this year off, this 2023, with completion of the donations that are necessary and needed to build a supermarket here in the Atlanta area. Then let us patronize that supermarket seriously and then seek funds for another one in some place else, some other city, and so on and so on and so on. You know, my guest this past Wednesday was Baba Kima and um, Kenyama, Baba Kima, Kenyama, and... Uh, one of the founders of Us Lifting Us, the Economic Development Cooperative for Our People. And he talked about how important it is to develop these cooperatives. And, I, and as I like to say, I think the, the economic arm of our struggle, of our, of our liberation, of our self-determination, independence is, and sovereignty, is a cooperative model. A cooperative model. It ain't just one person having a whole bunch at the expense of so many others. Capitalism is a evil ass system. It promotes thievery. It promotes lying and so forth and cheating. No way in hell should somebody who's earned however how they earned it, even if they earned it legally or through surreptitious means, should pay no taxes. 
and think, oh, I, I'm, I'm just because I'm smart. Oh, you cunning, you devious, you evil. It's a fine line, ain't it? <laughs> so, <laughs> We Buy Black. <laughs> All right, family. Check out WeBuyBlack.com. Africa for the Africans. Africa for the Africans. Brother Ramadi Tahimba is going to be leaving next month, March 29th to April 9th, going to Senegal and Gambia, my good brother and friend. Brother Herb will be on that trip. I know he's excited about it. I'm excited for him. You know, he'll be increasing his African wardrobe ex- extensively. Some good stuff in, in uh, Senegal. I'm not sure about Gambia, but hey, buy some from both. <laughs> yeah. And then he's going to uh, Ghana, May 24th to June 5th. And then Rwanda, July 20th to July 30th to Rwanda. November 16th through the 27th, Tanzania. December 24th to January 4th, 2024, Azenia. March 29th to April 9th, 2024, Liberia. And then once again, July 20, July 11th through the 22nd, Ghana. Everything on the website of African for the Africans is all that you need to make a trip of a lifetime. Even if you don't go to one of these tours, there's others. And our information will be there for you. Yeah. I, I saw a piece uh, uh, on Kemet. And I was like, whoa, really? I, I, I'm going to look into this one. This was uh, on uh, Facebook. Let me, I'm going to try to get back to it. And I'll con- continue. See that? I hate <laughs> I hate Facebook sometimes. They they have stuff and then next thing you know they don't have stuff. And how and I didn't go some I mean I, I went to another website, but man, she Well, it was announcing they have a trip fifty percent. It was like fifteen hundred dollars for nine days. I'm like, Whoa, really? So to me, uh, you know, I, I'm gonna look for it again, family. If I find it, jot the information down to share with you, and because I think that uh, that's a, that's how they say a trip of a lifetime, and that's what we need to be trying to go to Kemet and anywhere else in Africa to see for ourselves. Kemet because it's interesting, and the world goes to Kemet, and you have an opportunity to you know I'm not sure who's doing the uh, tours. Maybe African Center tours like Ashwa Kwesi does tours. You know, um, um, Professor Manua Pim, he does tours. You know, their tours are around about $4,000. And this was $1,500. Woo. Yeah. And, I mean, I ain't got no problem with, with their tours. Believe me, I don't. You know, because understand this. They're going to give you the information. They're going to give you that information from an African-centered perspective. You're not going to get that. When I went to Kemet, I didn't fight with anybody, but I had discussions. And and, and the tour guide we had in Aswan, when we went down to Abu Simbel. And to me, if you are going on a trip to Kemet, 
and it does not have Abu Simbel. It's like you going to France and not seeing the Eiffel Tower. But that would kind of be kind of, kind of impossible because if you're going to Paris, if you're going to France and you go to Paris, you'll see the Eiffel Tower. But you know what I'm talking about. That's right. You know what I'm saying. Shit, I don't know what I'm saying. Havishawcorporated.org, <laughs> helping Africa by establishing schools at home and abroad. Brothers and sisters, Havishaw, the great work that they do here. Um, and then, of course, the Kashi Project that was launched back in October in Africa. The great, beautiful chalets and all that kind of information. So check out Havishawcorporated.org. The Ledge Group, Ledge, Land for the Environmental Development for Group Economics. The Ledge Group working in the four areas of human existence, food, water, clothing, and shelter. Have 12 projects in six different countries in Africa with over 170 employed and over 260 members. Brothers and sisters become a member of the Ledge Group. In fact, membership has its privileges. If you are a member, you can get land. You can buy land, $250 an acre in Tanzania. And like I said before, your land might be overlooking, you know, with a backdrop of Mount Kilimanjaro, you know, some picturesque of the Serengeti land. Land for the Environmental Development Group Economics for the Peter Brown, the Ledge Group. Abibiatumi, A-B-I-B-I-T-U-M-I, com. Brothers and sisters, Abibiatumi, they're having a conference. Um, this conference is coming uh, in April, and we'll have more about it. I'm talking more about it. It's in April, uh, April 7th. Oh, man, April, my ass. Excuse me, I'm sorry. It's July. I've seen April, April there. They're still asking for stuff. But July in Ghana are the conference dates, the 7th and the 9th in, uh, in Ghana. July. Got that? Okay, family. And, of course, the conference, they'll talk about educational power, military power, institutional power, economic power, um, agricultural power, technology, you know, technological power. But, of course, you know, I don't like to use that word power, you know, because you've got to understand what power really is, you know, family, community, and nation power. Because you know, power is the ability to define reality. Now, we, that's what we're doing. We're defining reality and shaping it and fashioning it in our image and interests. I'm down with that. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, let's go with the power. <laughs> I thought of that. Well, I don't know who made that song. Remember that? I got the power. Yeah. <laughs> so that's a jumping song. I got to maybe I find that song. I got the power. Or fight the power. That's right. W-A, baby. Fight the power. Fight the powers that be. Smy Pharmacy. S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y. Smy Pharmacy. Brothers and sisters, give Brother Jabril a call at 770-765-7751-770-765-7751. You know, if you really want to do some change in your in your lifestyle and your medications or get rid of the medications altogether and deal with things that are more holistic some supplements and so forth check out Brother Jabril he'll have a program for you or you want to drop him an email at email at smifarmacy at gmail.com S-M-A-I-F-A-R-M-A-C-Y at gmail.com 
the Moses West Foundation. Brothers and sisters, the Moses West Foundation is in, and I, I, you know, I've seen a number of things on Jackson, Mississippi, and I don't expect. I'm not. I don't get trip. Why aren't they saying something about what the brother's doing and what he possibly can do? And so I don't trip about that. Number one. Number one, because because there's an alt as an alternative. And yes, it's a viable alternative that should be initiated, that should be implemented. But because also too, those who are in control. They may not want to deal with it. You know how they are. <laughs> That's how they are. Those who are in control. But you, you can go to the MosesWestFoundation.org. Look at the website. Find out what's going on in Jackson. Look at what's happening in Jackson and so forth. And more importantly, of all these things that I do, these announcements that I make prior to the program starting is to make a decision on, hey, maybe I want to support that. Maybe I want to check that out. Because it's all for the benefit of us. That's what it's about. The Moses West Foundation. Wadada's Healthy Market and Juice Bar, located here in the West End, uh, here in Atlanta. Tomorrow and Sunday, they have vegan food uh, for sale here at, at Wadada's. Delicious fruit drinks, smoothies. Also, also, too, they have a lot of, of uh, holistic vitamins and, and supplements and so forth. So check them out, Wadada's. Give them a call at 404-444-1635. That's 404-444-1635. Wadada's. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall. Mama Nia has a whole program. She's got a lot of uh, people coming in for books. Like I said, she has that. She can utilize that room that's right near her where her bookstore is in uh, the Greenbrier Mall. It's on the main strip now, downstairs. And that's where me and my good son, yeah, Brother Olu will be doing our thing on the 23rd, Thursday the 23rd, um, our presentation, yeah, on ancient Kemet, you know, our historical journey to greatness, an African-centered perspective. We're going to talk about who built the pyramids and how they were built, and much more. So give my sister Mama Nia a call at 404-346-3263, 404 Three four six three two six three. She has a fine selection of books, postcards, greeting cards, gift certificates, T-shirts, figurines, and much, much more. The Medu Bookstore in the Greenbrier Mall, the Black Dot Cultural Center and Bookstore and Coffee Bar, located in Lithonia, east of here on I twenty. So you take I twenty east, going towards Augusta. You get off on Exit seventy four, and you make a left. Follow that road to the main strip to make a left. And you go down uh, on Main Street in Lithonia. And on the left will be the new, well, no, it won't. It'll be Black Dot Culture Center Bookstore and Coffee Bar. Give my good brother Gazimdi a jamo call at 770-305-6373-770. 305-6373. There is light in the Black Dot. And then jump back on 20, go east again. And on exit 75, Turner Hill Road. Take exit 75, Turner Hill Road, make a right, down, go down three right, <laughs> three rights, go down three lights, and make another right, and on the left would be the new Black Wall Street Market. Check out my good brother. Uh, he uh, has his Af- athletic, Af- athletics clothing with the African themes 
in, you know, sportswear, t-shirts, shorts, and all kind of all kind of stuff. He, he's got them all too. He's got the main ones: he's Zulus, Nat Turner's, the Moors, the Omex, Harriet Tubman, Marcus Garvey. Oh, he's laid out, man. Got to check it out. Us lifting us. Had the Thursday night broadcast last night, every Thursday night on blogtalkradio.com. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash ULU from 9 to 10 every Thursday night. But if you want to call in to listen or you want, you have a question, comment, or concern, dial 929-477-2789. That's 929-477-2789. Us, lifting us, the Economic Development Cooperative for our people. Had a great time with talking with Baba Kima always do. Uh, let me also make this announcement on Friday. Disaster awareness for community preparedness. My good brother, brother Yusuf Muhammad, fellow firefighter. He has his program every Friday and from four to six, from four to six on blog talk radio. Give him a call at 563-999-3089. That's 563-999-3089. Disaster awareness for community preparedness. Homeland Village and Cultural Gift Shop located in Macon, Georgia. That's 2910 Napier Avenue in Macon, Georgia. I mean, he, this brother has a beautiful shop in this pack. All kinds of stuff, brothers. Furniture, clothing, figurines, DVD, CDs. I mean, he even has a a, 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 a vegan kitchen. <laughs> That's right. Give brother Abija a call at 478-256-11 six six four seven eight two five six one one six six homeland village and cultural gift shop in macon georgia sun goddess sense sun goddess sense your one-stop natural shop located at 4140 jonesboro road in forest park inside the international discount mall booth 225 give my sister shelly i'm gonna set a call at 404 434 7963 434 excuse me 404 434 7963. Sun Goddess Sense, your one stop natural shop. Sanjay Dash Haiti, Sister Gabrielle Aurelius is doing great work with our children in the northeastern portion of the island of Haiti. Go online and check her out. She deals with education for our children, health care, sustainable agriculture, and entrepreneurship. Sanjay, S O N J E. Dash Haiti, A Y I T I dot org. Sanjay dash Haiti dot org. Okay, Baba Rudy and Mama Enya with Akaban Institute educating our children. They deserve to be supported. PayPal, if you don't want to use the regular, you know, drop a check and money order and put it in a P.O. box 10786 Atlanta 30310. You don't want to do that. PayPal. Put in Yahbrudy at Yahoo or Cash App, dollar sign Yahweh, Y A A M B A R U T I to make your donations to support what they're doing. Also, too, if you're a, a reader, a good reader, because Baba Baruti is an advocate writer. <laughs> yeah, he's prolific. It's got a book coming up soon. Yep. But I read from the Inya, Inya Sassim. The Inya Sassim daily 
revolutionary thought. February 9th. Those who offer themselves up to be killed, to be maimed and driven insane, those who go beyond what is even possible for other human beings in their pursuit of the revolution, they are its essence. Ayikwe Arma. It is inherent in desperate situations for underdogs to pull out all their energy into extraordinary efforts to make up for lost ground and gain an impossible victory. Although commendable, extraordinary efforts are risky. With them, caution is always in order. For with great risk comes the possibility of even greater loss, of losing it all permanently. This is why those who would risk it all to free our people must be doubly sure of each thought, each statement, and each step they take. In risking our children, our future, our ancestral heritage, nothing can be left to chance. Warriors must have the greatest of confidence that they will and do will succeed. This warning is not given in an attempt to arrest the righteous exercise of war injury in energy. It is but a thought to consider in light of the fact that for many warriors, the rage of the ancestors they seek to express is not carefully considered as to its real functional outcome of its expression. They unconsciously are sacrificial. You know, and that's, this, is, this is the deal, family. This is the real deal. Because, um, you know, we, we need to seriously consider it is but a thought to consider in light of the fact for many warriors, the rage of the ancestors they seek to express is not carefully considered as to the real functional outcome of its, of its expression. The unconsciously sacrificial character of bona fide revolutionary nation builders often turns frustration and desperation into rash, thoughtless, reactionary behavior. And that is exactly what our enemies need in order for them to continue their reign of death, domination, and destruction over us. Affirm, I carefully consider the risks I take for my people. Affirm, I carefully consider the risks I take for my people. February 10th, they never learn. And we will never give up. I repeat, they never learn and we will never give up. Akua Injury. On December 4th, 1969, agents of this supremacist state descended on the home of Fred Hampton, charismatic, outspoken leader of Illinois' chapter of the Black Panther Party, and Akua Injury, a.k.a. Deborah Johnson, then pregnant with their child, aided by a worthless, treasonous Negro, a gang of these barbarians used the cover of deceit and night to steal the life of one of our most determined workers from us. But as he taught us, they did not kill the revolution. Out of the ashes rose a son, like so many other sons and daughters, born of hatred and love, sworn to bring truth to bear on the African consciousness. When, when will these fools learn that struggle is our nourishment. Obviously never. No problem. Because why? We will never give up. Affirm. I will never, ever give up. 
affirm. I will never, ever give up. I know that's you. I know it is family. To the day I'm no more. February 11th, the family is an army. The Akan proverb. There is no generation. There is no generation gap in traditional Africans. Let me repeat. There is no generation gap for traditional Africans. The generational gap openly promoted by Western media today is no more than one of those, uh, their cultural norms. Their disrespect for age and competition for power and privilege knows no age boundaries in their society. It is a fiction manufactured by Europeans for others so they can appear normal in their ordered versions of chaos. So when we see Africans embracing and acting out this fiction, we know that it is the result of their confusing themselves with Europeans. In our traditions, personal freedoms do not extend to the arrogant who ignorantly and disrespectfully address and question their elders. In our traditional settings, there is no external cultural pulling our children away from us against our traditions. For the same basic Afrasians, serious sibling rivalry is virtually unheard of. There is no vicious, unrelenting competition between brothers and sisters as in the individualistic nuclear European family where the greatest emphasis is on individual rights and not responsibilities toward others. Youth in traditional African society learn to automatically share information and resources with their siblings. The priority of older youth to their younger siblings is with their care and upbringing. They like, they, like their parents, take great pride in demonstrating their ability to maturely care for and educate their younger brothers and sisters. Ashe. Affirm. I am one who I'm one of those who come before and will come after me. Affirm, I am one with who? With those who come before and will come after me. Brothers and sisters, the Yenya Sasim of daily revolutionary thought. Yeah. Yes, family, today is a... Uh, Yo show Friday. What you want to talk about? You know, what's on your mind? I, I tell you, I did uh see something that caught my interest. Um and I hate it because it did it that they that that happened because uh it, it's um ADOS and those who believe that um you know, we were not enslaved. We were not captives. Let me use that right word. At least I, for me, the right word. We were not captives by Europeans. The, 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 there's many, or there are some, let me say it that way more correctly. There are some who believe that we are indigenous to this land. We were not, we are not Africans. That's the, that's the part that bothers me that they're emphasizing that we are not Africans. and Because what needs to truly be understood, the root of all human beings is Africa. So, you know, I, I think what's also problematic is that I, many of us don't like to 
claim the European as African, you know, and, and but the fact of the matter is, is that human life began in Central East Africa and migrated from that point. And what makes us as human beings different is our ability to adapt to environments that we find ourselves in and that we have to and that we have to adapt to. Because if you don't adapt to the environment that you're in, you, you either adapt or you, yeah, exactly, you die, you know. And I used to make these examples of, of human beings' ability to adapt to these environments by, by looking at regions and areas of the world and, and looking at human beings who adapted to those worlds, to those environments. I mean, when we came out of Africa, we were tall and dark-skinned, of course, uh, because of what Africa is. They needed that melanin to protect us from the ultraviolet rays of the sun. Our bodies were tall and slender. We had close curled hair, broad nose, thick lips to let off the heat and so forth from the sun. You know, we came into uh, how we got... Not so much leaving uh, out of Africa in north, since we're in Central East Africa, going n- uh, northwest and 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 crossing the uh, Gibraltar, you know the, that strait there, or maybe that land was connected because you know when you leave out of East Africa, going north. And then, of course, the Mediterranean is there. You make your right, and you go into uh, Suez. You go into Arabia. You go into all of that, and you continue upward. You might go a little bit north, which, of course, we did east. And then we started going a little west, and then into what is now called Europe. You know, and of course, uh, we went. Of course, um, when we went west, we encountered a lot of mountains, and of course, on top of mountains. There is uh, snow and uh, precip- precipitation. And of course, if, if after the day it snowed, the next day it's sunny. And man, you, it's hard to see. You know, you're, you're squinting. So you as you continued on, this squinting. And of course, uh, you're not as melanated because of where you are. And so your eyes become slanted. They become slanted. Yeah. You know, that's that's what happened. Same thing when we continued on into Southeast Asia. You know, those who had those slanted eyes occupied Japan, Thailand, China. Those whose skins were not as deeply melanated, but definitely more melanated than those people occupied Vietnam, Cambodia, Thailand, Philippines, and so forth. Those who went west after they left out of Africa into what is is the so-called Middle East, they went west. They got cut off by an ice age. And that ice age transformed them deeply because no longer do they need the tall, slender body with no hair they became short and stocky with hair all over their body to help insulate them from the cold weather. Their nose became thin to warm the air. Their lips became thin 
You know, when they talk about we looking like, we, no, we don't like no damn monkeys. Y'all look like monkeys. The caricatures that they that they make about us, man, I swear. Some of those characters, European Jews. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on European Jews. That's another subject. We need to talk about that. Although a lot of us are very afraid to talk about European Jews. I ain't. Anyway, so now that we're in Europe, our bodies are stocky. Hair all over them, like fat on them. Hair all over. You know, the hair that uh, goes down the back of your neck, that's very important. Why? Because the blood that pumps from your heart has to get to your brain. And if it's cold, that may slow the blood down. And so your your ability to think, the ability to breathe, all the functions that you need that your brain does for your body and everything else, it needs that blood to be there. So hair all the way down your back and definitely uh, around, around your neck is vitally important. But, you know, what happened to the those people who became, quote, Neanderthal because of a genetic mutation? In fact, all of these things from the Chinese, the Japanese, the people in Asia, they're all mutations. The original, the origin, is once again Southeast Africa. And that's proven by honest historians, honest archaeologists, honest paleontologists, and so forth and so on. In fact, I, I don't even think it's even a damn question. I know they tried to put human beings' beginnings in many other places, you know, because the European coming up through something coming up in the latter part of the 1800s into the 1900s they had they had dominion <laughs> they had the ability to say this and this and that you know just like uh those who created racism the idea of racism it is a human construct it's not real biologically it's human and you know Carol Linnaeus and Johann Blumenbach of Guggenheim University in Germany. So, I mean, they're real people. Not what they created was some bullshit, but they're real people. You know, Caucasoid, Negroid, Mongoloid, and other stratifications of, of, of human beings giving themselves, Europeans, the top position. We are, the, we are evolution's finest uh, completion. Everybody else at lower position, what else at the lowest position? But one thing about Europeans in their evolutionary development made them very selfish, very greedy, very sexist. Even the woman had to acquiesce to the brutality and inhumane treatment that she probably was receiving. Because why? It's cold out there. It's dark out there. It's animals out there. I can't fend for myself. In Africa, there's been a complementarity in terms of male and female. A respect for women always has been. Men and women together, 
not like that in Caucasian, even in Caucasians' highest civilization, the highest civilization that Caucasians had, uh, I would venture to say first, was, of course, Greece. And you see what happened with Greece. <laughs> and Rome, see what happened there. You know? You know, then they went into their dark age. Then they had their renaissance. Coming out of that renaissance, they said to themselves, we may war amongst ourselves, and they do. They're very warlike people. And just as I pointed out a few days ago, they've always found a better way to kill your ass. The, the weaponry of today, at this very moment, so sophisticated, so mind-blowing, it's just deep. And like, why? Why? To kill other human beings on the planet. To take human beings' land and resources as your own. To be so damn selfish and greedy and undermining, backstabbing. Yeah. It's a damn shame. And so... And this is the Yo Show Friday. So, brothers and sisters, uh, give me a call at 215-490-9832. There was a number of you guys in the queue. If you want to, um, something on your mind, give us a call. Or for those in the queue, hit star twice. Hit star twice to let me know that you have questions or comments or concerns. Yeah. Super Bowl this Sunday. Yeah, Super Bowl this Sunday. And all of the trades in the NBA uh, this past couple of days. I don't know. KD, they finally helped Chris Paul win a championship. Helped Phoenix win a championship. Who knows? We'll see. You know. It'll be interesting. And of course, the game tomorrow, uh, Sunday with two brothers, uh, you know, Philadelphia with Jalen Hurt and Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> now, just because, you know, he he married Caucasian, his daddy married Caucasian, you know, if he and his child has looked real white, don't it? I don't know if you've seen him. Maybe he might marry. Nah, nah. He'll marry Caucasian. I put money on it. <laughs> yeah, shoot. I'll put money on it. Brother Irv, how you doing, my man? How you doing? Baba Oshi. What's that? Thank you for taking my call. Always. Baba, you, you keep opening all these doors, bro. It's just too much. <laughs> I actually try to write things down when you speak, brother, but. <laughs> Bubba, you said something. You said something that is is going to become my my mantra. Is that right? right okay. If, uh, when you said uh, struggle is my nourishment, yes, brother, that yeah. that is that is the that yes. is the most powerful statement that you it, can it, make uh, when you're when you're fighting this enemy all day every day. Yeah. Uh, when he realizes that you're not afraid to die, that that this, this is something because his the biggest fear. In, in, in the white man, and I say white man, is, is that he's afraid to die. Mm -hmm. He will do anything not to die. He will try to find the fountain of youth 
wherever yeah. that's at. Oh yeah, yeah, not to die. Yeah, he, well, will, he will take look your your his religion. Look at his religion. To, his religion is something that states that he will not die. He will live forever. So it's not in the comfort right. of the religion that okay, I die with. From the, no, his whole idea is I will live forever. You know, even when this body is old and, and, and deteriorating and I do expire, but I will live forever. You know, he forever. believes that that's forever. It, that's it. You know, he wants to see his, 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 he wants to get there, but he doesn't want to die to get right, there. I want to exactly. stay here and still go there. But, 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 but the part that gets me is how white people, uh, Stephen A. Smith, and I don't call names. I, I don't mm. call names. I'm not that type of individual. But the Steve, because Francis Cus Watson told us we shouldn't argue with each other in public. But mm-hmm. we can disagree. Stephen A. Smith and the other guy Perkins that comes on at ESPN and they get paid to say what they're what they're told to say. Uh, uh, Kyrie Irving is, is a is, is destroyed the team. Kyrie yeah. Irving is is no good. Wherever he goes, he's going to be terrible. Yeah. Kyrie Irving ain't this. Kyrie Irving and nobody wants him. Man, Kyrie Irving, uh, the guy from the Cuban, the guy from the Mavericks couldn't wait to get Kyrie Irving. Yeah. As soon as he came available, he scooped him up, gave him a car, and Kyrie Irving. He may even take him to a championship. He may, and if he does, now the Stephen A. Smiths and the Shannon Sharps and the, y'all won't give him a knee for master. Why won't y'all get down on the knee? You know you work for him. You're just a, he's just an employee. You need to get down on your knee. What's wrong with you? Kaepernick is just one person because they always make us into individuals. They yeah. never make themselves. We are Americans. But when it comes to black people, we're individuals. We always have to be one because if we start moving as, as, as a group, as, as a collective, then whoa, whoa, man, y'all, y'all acting like Koreans. Y'all acting like, like uh, Hispanics. You, you can't act as a collective. We have to be separated through religion, through economics, through environment, uh, through everything has to be disconnected. And the TV never tells us to walk in lockstep. Even Black History Month, um, which I don't agree with, I think I think is there. They have, how is there one month where all you talk about is Black History? That does not even happen. And the sad <laughs> part is they keep talking about the same. Come on now, yeah. the same people, Martin Luther King Jr. Yeah. But they never play all his speeches. They only play the speeches they want you to hear. Not, nothing. He can't say anything about controversy. It's controversial. He has to say that black children and white children will one day get together and we're going to have yeah. babies and marry white people and everything going to be all right. We're going to socially integrate ourselves out of this racism. <laughs> How are you going to do that, bro? So yeah. my point is, uh, these, these cats, uh, this Super Bowl is, is, is a diversion to me. Oh, don't get me wrong. I love football. Mm-hmm. I love basketball. I love sports. I play sports. Sure. But it's a diversion. Yeah. Let's take our minds off of what, the, what we got to do, and let's watch these two titans fight each other and, and basically try to maim each other for our entertainment. Well, and if they get hurt, we'll, we'll all get on a knee, but we can't have prayer in school, but we'll all get on a knee if one of them gets hurt, and we'll send money to, his, uh, to the fund that he supports. And then yeah. we'll go get us another one, look just like him, and we'll keep it moving. I, I'm not saying that it's wrong to do. I'm just saying that when you add the, the, the money into it, come on now. When you put this, put this, get this guy eight, twelve, thirteen million dollars. Does that make him better than another guy, or it just just makes the the Jew boy that negotiated his contract better? Because they're trying to say that Lamar Jackson can't negotiate his own or his mother is doing. He would have been had the money if he went and got a white boy Jew to handle his money. Yeah, well. Add, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar about the Jew that stole his money. Yeah. Okay, that's why he played till he was 200 years old. 
because <laughs> and now he can't say nothing about he's sitting up in the stands with a white woman to give LeBron James his trophy for, for passing his record and the white girl sitting there just cheesing. Yeah, you know, she was there she was sitting there with him last little. night too. She was sitting there Come last now. night. I was like, Oh because man. when he gone when he gone, me and my family gonna spend all that money that he made. Mm-hmm. You know, because that's how this goes. And you know, you may not like different brothers, but the brothers do have points. The legacy, when you leave your legacy to white people, it perpetuates their legacy. It mm-hmm. doesn't come back to you or your people because you don't even think you're you're black. You don't right. even think and, that you belong to the collective. Of, of, of you're not an African. Right, brother. With that, I'm going to stop because you know I yeah. can go on and on, man. I'm not. Well, I mean, is, no, you you raised things. some good points too because I was thinking about that. You know, in terms of who we are as African people and how our struggle should be, and and, and and everything that we do within society does not promote that. You know, does not show us that. Does not even the movies, even uh, uh, Wakanda, mm-hmm. the Wakanda movie. Oh no, my God! You know, in the in, in the comic, yeah, in the comic strips. In the comic strips, the uh, you know the the protagonist is of course the hero, and 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 he or she is fighting an enemy that when that uh, comic was created of that time, like Superman was fighting mm-hmm. the Nazis, you know, uh, Captain right. America fighting the Nazis, right. you know, mm-hmm. and and so um, when they created uh-huh. um, T'Challa, the Black Panther. He wasn't fighting mm-hmm. white supremacy. He wasn't fighting the cracker. He wasn't fighting those who were on no. African soil. He was isolated. No. He he became right. just, you know, sheltered off for himself to so he had the vibranium that could have freed the African continent and he could have fought all the colonists on the continent, but that didn't happen. They didn't do that. In mm-hmm. fact, in the movie no. itself, he in the movie itself, which was, you know, in talking with I think that's what I'm gonna do. I'm a Call my good friend, Brother Franklin Jones. We're going to talk about this on radio. Because we talked about it before. He was upset by the fact that, and I haven't seen the new movie. I got to see it. I haven't seen the new Have you seen mm-hmm. the new one yet? No, no, I haven't seen, yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen the new okay. one. Okay, so anyway, uh, you know, they have somebody from the CIA who's one of the heroes what? who assisted them from the CIA. Come on. See, see Come on. you know, one of the things that is very important for us is that we have to tell our own stories. As much right. money as Hollywood has, how they can make film look so good, the technology, the, the the special effects, and all of these things that are so glamorous and so eye-catching and so mesmerizing. Yeah. The bottom line, I don't give a damn about that. What is it truly saying? That's what is most important. And 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 the fact that here you had the CIA as a hero in 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 uh, here you had mm, other mm, ones, you know, uh, that that did not deal with. Just like, what did they make Killmonger? He was, right. they didn't like Killmonger. I love Killmonger. No, he came into right. that museum and he looked at the artwork that is ours, and he said, "I'm gonna take this as ours." You know, right. the, the Caucasian lady come up to ask him about it. He says, "Yeah, I'd like it. This is because it's ours." Let me tell you, if, if when I go, when me and you and the other brothers, we're going to go visit Paul in the UK. And the only thing I want right. to do is go to the British Museum to see our stuff, to see how much stuff that they have stolen. You know? That's right. I don't give That's a damn right. about right. London or England. 
or the, but I know yeah. that's what happened. It's like that in the Louvre Museum in Paris. It's like that in the Berlin Museum. It's like that all over. It's like that here in this country, here in America. Right. Stuff that they are stolen. Same exact thing. Yeah, you know. No, 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 brother. You, and, and if you notice, bro, real quickly, I know you got other callers. Really quickly, you notice when they come to a storyline such as one of stealing African artifacts and putting them in their museum, that storyline will last for a few seconds, and then they quickly switch channels and take you somewhere else because they can't delve into that storyline because what happens in that storyline is is what I call critical race theory. Mm-hmm. It makes white people look bad. Yeah. See, it's making them it's yeah. because the truth you can't you can't do anything but the truth but tell the truth. The truth stands by itself. If you took the stuff and put it in your museum, how are you going to make it seem like they walked up to you and gave it to you or said it FedEx? They did not send it to you. No. You took it. You took it. And that's the bottom line. But so thieves. if you're going to stay with that storyline, it's going to end up making white folks look bad. Mm-hmm. You know, like the Cowboys and Indians I used to watch, Oshie, and I actually wanted the white folks sure, to Sure, of course. You were I supposed said, to. Okay. You're trained. You're trained to cheer for Tom Mix and, and, and Roy Rogers and all those people. You're trained. Even even when you watched, even when you watched, uh, 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 what's his name? Uh, Custer. William Armstrong Custer. Even though he, he got killed at the Battle of the Bull Run, you cheered for him. You're supposed to. You ain't yes. never supposed to they cheer for those. Him. You're never supposed to cheer for those savages. So they were savages. <laughs> they were savages. Oh, shit, I got a book. I'm real quick, and I'm going to stop after this. I, I'm, I mean it. I have a book right now, and everyone should get this book. The book is called Without Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. It's, yes. a, it's a living yes. photography yes. of America, and I'm reading it. Yes. More pictures than, than reading, if people don't like to read. Yeah. But these are pictures of white folks lynching black people for anything they wanted to. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, anything, I mean, all the white women do is scream and they come in there and grab a white yeah. black person and, and lynch them. They called it lynching, but it was actually murder. Sure. Uh, they were murdering these people yeah, and they got pictures murder. of it. But, oh, she, I'm not looking at the, the black people swinging on the trees or, or, or all that other stuff. I'm looking at the faces of the white people. How, you know, the ones that how went happy up they and, are. And, and, <laughs> and, oh, they, they, were, they were mesmerized yeah. by them. They, oh, she, they were cutting off the genitals of the of the, yes. of the African and putting them in jars and keeping them. Yeah. They were taking his fingers and cutting them off and, and selling for souvenirs. Yeah. They were fighting over it. It says it in this book. They were fighting. Mm. They were, and they come from far near to see this black man be doused with I mean, skin. Yeah. They skin. Oh yeah, they, face. no, they I had mean, they had announcements. They put announcements in the paper, lynching. Oh my you God. know. And and of course, many people believe that the word picnic came from that pick a nigga. So because they did have food for sale, it was entertainment. It was astonishing. Oh my god! Yeah, oh, man, I'm this, telling this you, man. We is, as I read it, oh, oh shit, I'm, I'm getting excited now. Yeah, I hear you, bro. It, 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 is, it is the the book is emotional. It's mm-hmm. emotional because these aren't these are people with names. They got the names there, who they were, where they're from. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is California. California uh, uh, murdered a bunch of, pe- of people. Tennessee, Tech, every state. Oh, it's every, oh, it's everywhere. Up north, down south, east, west, doesn't make a difference. But other thing is this, before I take a break, other thing is this, you know, it was a documentary on PBS without sanctuary. It was a documentary. And it, and it also oh, wow, dealt with convict leasing. It dealt with convict leasing because, of course, after uh, 
the so-called emancipation, you know, where could we go? Right. What, what could we do? And so if you're just out there and you had nowhere to go, nothing to do, they pick you up for loitering. They pick you up right. for loitering, arrest you for, or see you walking down the road because that was money. See you walking down the road to put you in prison and then job you out to a, 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 a mind, job you out to a field, job you out to whatever jobs there were. And of course, you don't get nothing. The uh, mm-hmm. entity got it, the, the, the sheriff's department, that city or whatever that jobs you out. And then, of course, you don't have nothing, but we provided some things for you through their conversary, some some things for you. And of course, now you are in debt. And so it's going to be very hard for you. Mm-hmm. To, it was entrapment. It's a sad. But, uh, you know, I mean, I'm going to take a break. And then when I come back, mm-hmm. we'll have some more discussion on the other side. I appreciate I'm, you. I'm going to hold on, big brother. All right, man. Get some other calls. I'll be on. Oh, yes, you, sir. you know I'm here, brother. Okay. Peace. Peace. Brothers and sisters, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on timeforthewakening.com and blacktalkradionetwork.com. We'll be right back for more conversation. You stay with us. You are listening to African Perspectives with host Brother Oshi on Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasting or live program scheduling, hit them up at timeforanawakening at gmail.com.
You are listening to Time for an Awakening Media, part of the Black Talk Radio Network. For podcasts or live programming, hit them up at timeforanawakening.com. Welcome back, brothers and sisters. Once again, you're listening to African Perspectives here on the Motherland Media Network on Time for an Awakening.com and BlackTalkRadioNetwork.com. Wow. Just got paid. It's Friday night. That's right, bro. It's Friday. Yeah, the OJs living for the weekend and Johnny Kemp just got paid. Let's get back to this to the discussion. It's a very deep discussion. Uh, of course, got a number of you in the queue, and of course you want to talk. Hit star twice and first one hit star twice. I'll let you in and let's have conversation. Yeah. Uh, Brother Paul. How are you doing, Baba Ochi House? How are you? I'm doing well, man. How you doing? Yes, I'm alive and kicking, brother. If I'm alive, I know that I must do better. So there it is. That's right. Give thanks for life. That's Give right. Thanks for life. Yeah, that's you got. You, you know, that, that's what we always should be thinking. That if I'm alive, I'm I'm going to be a better person and I'm going to help make some change. But of course, some people say, "Well, I'm alive and I'm just going to do my thing." It's all about me. It's about me and mine. To hell with you and yours. You know, and that's the selfish mindset that this society promotes. So. Hey, I appreciate you, man. So what's up, Paul? Well, you know, it's always good to um, clear your mind and uh, bring some clarity to the madness and the uh, the, the crazy uh, psychopathic system that we operate within, you know. So that's the thing, Baba Ochi. When it gives your platform and your the way you conduct your platform gives one an opportunity. Hello? Brother Paul, Brother Paul, I heard you say something about the platform, and then that was it. Brother Paul, all right, well, turn on hold. 202, 202, good afternoon. Yes, sir, brother. Good afternoon to you. How you doing, man? I'm doing well. Good. You know, I, uh, I really, really, really want to let you know how much I appreciate what you put out over the airway. You know, there used to be a time back in, you know, the early part of 2000, there were lots of black radio stations. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And these people have systematically eliminated all but a very few. And the reason behind that, I suspect, I don't have any actual evidence, but my common sense tells me that they want to uh, centralize the discussions, the activities, the things that black folks are involved with. Sure. Uh, they're sitting over at the Pentagon right now, uh, listening to the, me and you talk. Sure. You know what I'm saying? And there are lots of police, local police officers. They're all sitting around, and because this is their history. Back when when we were enslaved, quote unquote, or I should say in slavery, because we enslaved now. Mm-hmm. But back when we were literally in slavery, they used to sit outside the slave cabins at night, real quiet, and just listen. Mm-hmm. And that, that's their nature. They sit outside the cabins, and they got it documented. I got a couple books where mm-hmm. this white dude told, you know, he talked about it. They would just sit outside. They were just amazed that the slaves could stay up yeah. until 2 and 3 in the morning. And then get up and work from KC in the morning And get up and work. Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't, they couldn't understand it, but they had a system where they, it's surveillance. They would sit out real quiet like they're doing this, to this conversation right now. And listen to what we get, what we're up to, mm-hmm. so they can formulate their plans to continue 
in their inferior position of superiority. You see, if they, if you if I'm playing chess with you, and I don't know if you play the game, but if I know what you're getting ready to do, I'm gonna make it look like you can do what you're getting ready to do, and I got something waiting for <laughs> That's you. That's right. You got a counter move. That's right. Yeah, I, I got not only yeah. that, I got something waiting for you. Yeah, yeah I got a counter move. That's right. Uh-huh. But it's the object is to win the game, and that's right. what they do. It's surveillance, brother. You would not believe. You got a cell phone. Most of us do. You'll notice if you bought it in the last five years, it doesn't have a battery. The reason being is that whenever you use that phone, it is on a network that is monitored 24-7 by, I should say, the intelligence community to, to narrow it down. Mm-hmm. So whatever you say on the cell phone, somebody has access to it. Mm-hmm. And you can't stop it. You, you, I don't know if you've ever experienced this. I've got cell phones because that's all we got now. Right. They, they got rid of the other ones, yeah. the ones that you can put batteries in them. So I, sometimes my phone will be turned off. Mm-hmm. And it'll turn back on. Well, wow. I'll hear, and it happens to you. You probably sleep. Well, you know, I does. know. I know. Me and Quaku were talking uh, the other day, and we wanted to have some privacy, so we turned our cell phones off. And basically, we were yeah, also right. talking about you. You know, when you proposed that, man, Brother Rick's is on it with that idea of a language that we can have, so we can have some cultural privacy. And I agree, but. You know, they can they listen to everything. There is their ability to do everything and anything. And so we turned them off and we had that little bit of conversation that lasts about fifteen minutes or so and I turn our phones back on. But by the same token, did we really turn them off? You know? That's right. That's that's the whole idea. Mm-hmm. They're never off. You unless mm-hmm. you open it up and not many people are gonna be cognizant of the ways that you open a phone or even wanna spend the time doing it. Yes. They just take it as an right. inconvenience. Yeah. It's so it's so easy to pick up the phone, dial the number, and call Brother O'Shea. You know what I'm saying? But when you do that, you connect to their network, which is connected to a larger network, which monitors everything. They know your voice. They know your habits. They know your family. They know where you were last night. They know where you're planning on going tomorrow. That's how that goes back to my initial point where these devils, because I can't think of a better word to to find them, mm-hmm. will sit outside the cabins, the slave cabins, and just listen. Mm-hmm. See, if you can learn a lot by being quiet and just listening. Yes, I used to sir. work. I won't tell you where I used to work, but uh, I mean, it's not a big deal. I used to work at the Supreme Court, man. Mm. Um, and I would go up in the court library and read when I get off. Just read old opinions, mm-hmm. and I, brother, I cannot tell you how it affected my soul to read the. One of the one of the books that we had to be 180, 60 years old, are the Dred Scott opinion, mm. and I read it. It went in my brain. It said the yeah. sons and daughters. It didn't say black people. Yeah, it didn't say Mexicans. It said the sons and daughters of Africa have no right. rights That's that right. the white man is bound to respect. To respect. That's right. I'll never forget. Yeah, and I'll never either. forget how it affected. Yeah, sure. me, oh, me either. 1857, Dred Scott decision. I know the story That's very exactly well. That's exactly what it was. I know it very That's well. That's exactly what it was. And, 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 I, so and, when and, we, I, and listen, and, and, I have I have maintained yes. that when Justice, the Chief Justice Tandy wrote that position, that that is their mindset even to this very day. That's the point. That is the point. All of this, come on, you can, you know, we mm-hmm. all, okay, we all Americans, yeah, right. we let's go to war. Get your uniform. 
pardon me, forget yeah. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 if the whole point is they're going to orchestrate a, a military and they're going to start making the economy so inconvenient that you can't get a job, you won't be able to do anything else but get in the military. And they got people sitting there waiting for you. Mm-hmm. And so it's a real, uh, uh, well, uh, this is what I suspect. I don't know this. But knowing how they do things, I would not be surprised. Uh, like I said, they're listening. Hey, hi, folks. They're listening to this conversation now. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's, that's the world we live in, brother. You can't go in your house and close your door and have peace right. if you got a phone. Right. So, you're so under, people need to be aware of that. Right. You're and, in a constant and one surveillance. Of the, one of the, yeah. the one of the other uh, distracting things is we have we don't do a lot of face to face talking. You know, you and I, not you, I don't mean you and I, I mean just in our general, you know, unless we go to the store or something, but personal things, things about you that people can learn your information about, you do it on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I do it on the phone. I mean, we yeah. don't have a choice until we develop two things, a method of communication that is not including their General, even if we have to use it and modify certain things, there got to be some brilliant, smart brothers among us. We built this country. We know how to do things. And, you know, two things. we got to develop communication, a way to do it that does not include them. Right. And we have to develop a, a system of communicating with each other where even if we have to use their language, the words don't mean the same. If we don't develop, you can see a rat, they they can talk to each other, but they can't understand. You can't understand them. A cat, a dog, a bird, yeah. a, a, a fly, they right. all speak their own language. We speak English. None of us come from England. Mm-hmm. None of us. None of our ancestors came from England. Or, or, or we speak Spanish. We're not Spanish. Or Spanish. Or Portuguese. Yeah, not, yeah exactly. We speak the so language speak of the colonizer. Wherever we were colonized by, we speak that language. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go to another country, and they speak, and people there understand English. Yeah, that's how that is how pervasive their culture. Right, is. that's right. They have taken over they the imposed, world. They imposed it upon the world, man. The whole, the whole world, and we're trying to survive. I'm, I'm convinced, man. If we don't do those two things as number one and number two priority, we can forget it. You, you you can't you cannot engage someone in conflict when they know everything you're getting ready to do. Mm-hmm. You just can't. No. If you... I know you, if I know you throw good left hooks, I'm gonna stay on your left side. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just going. You know, my whole civilization's gonna be on your left side. Mm-hmm. And that's the situation we're in. It's crazy, man. And so I feel like you know, and I'm not criticizing anybody, but I'm saying sports. Is something that they have we that we have adapted as a way of dealing with this mental stress. It's just burning off the energy that should be put, in my opinion, someplace else. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, we, we do those things with folks up on the stage, you know, singing, and you paying forty, fifty dollars to go hear somebody sing a song. You know what I'm saying? It's just that's why I don't have a lot of contact with many people because I just I don't speak their language anymore. You know, I, and, and I, that's one reason why I appreciate your program, where you speak, you understand the language. We, two people are never going to speak the same, but you can. I can understand your points, 
and you can understand right. my point. I can understand. And that's all that's yeah. really required mm -hmm. because I've grown into understanding, listening to people, not talking, but listening yeah. and say, oh, oh, you know, mm -hmm. Dr. Jerome Fox, who I've had the opportunity to speak with, mm -hmm. and I understand he's been on your show a couple of, as a matter of fact, I know he's been on your show. Yeah. That brother, he, man, if we don't adapt many of the things that he suggests in his books, Addicted to white, Addicted to we white. can forget it, man. We'll just we'll live we'll live until we die, yeah. and our children will live until they die, yeah. and their children will live until they die, and white folks will be on Mars. They'll turn this whole planet into a plantation, which is what they're doing now. This, yeah. People are talking about having you know, and it's, it's it's it stands to reason that everybody wants to have their own. God bless the child who has his own, but they are trying to take over the entire planet. And go to Mars. You yeah. know, the smart, the smart well, right folks will yeah, go to Mars. Right. And, and, I, and, and Earth will just be their big old like, plantation. Yeah, they're talking about something like that. Let me let me uh, get another caller in, Brother Rick. I'll stay. Just hang on. Can brother. I just hang, can I, can oh, I hang on and listen? Please do. Thank you. All right, bro. Thank you. Brother Paul, you, you got cut off from me before, man. I don't, I don't know what happened there, Baba Ochi. I, I just chipped out. For a second, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, we um, always we always blame it on the intelligence community, you know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But let, let, let me just let me just uh you know, um I always feel Baba Ochi, yeah. Um I don't I don't agree with people who suggest that we're in a war because uh I don't phys I don't see uh any real strategies we have. I don't even hear really any strategies. All I, most of the time, and I'm not blaming anybody, but what I hear is defeatism. Oh, this is what they're going to do. This is how we're going to do. This is never going to happen. We're never going to be in the bed. All this sort of stuff. And I, I could never, ever, I'm just going to have to be honest. Never could I accept that. Yeah, never. You know, I know that I wasn't born for, to, to be defeated. I wasn't born for no defeatism. And I would never uh, sit with that ideology. For instance, let me just let me just answer something you, the last uh, your last caller said. Yeah, he he said that these devices don't have uh, uh, well uh, batteries, but they do have batteries because I repair them. I take them apart, and they do have batteries. And let me tell you another thing: simple, a simple hack. If you don't want people to listen to your phone calls, let me tell you a simple hack. You just put your phone. OK, in the microwave. Let me tell you why you put your phone in the microwave. The microwave runs at 2.6 gigahertz. Your phone runs at 2.6 gigahertz. It's microwave frequency. The phone signal your phone sends out is 2.6 gigahertz. OK, now, if you put it in a microwave, a, a, micro a microwave is an example of what they call a Faraday cage. It's a Faraday cage, means that nothing can escape it. OK, because if you're if you when you turn on your microwave, if the uh, waves could escape, you would be poisoned because right, right. Uh, you get a certain amount of radiation. So right. they enclose your microwave in a Faraday cage. That means nothing can escape. So if you don't want no one to listen to your phone, or uh, yeah, he's right. They can stay on. But you just put it in the, in the microwave and nothing gets out and nothing gets in. It's as simple as that. So the point I'm trying to make here, I'm not trying to be clever than anybody. But hold on, hold on, hold on, brother Paul. Let's be clear. You're not saying put it in the microwave and then turn it on. Just put it no, in the microwave. No, no, <laughs> okay. no, no. I'm saying, say, for instance, yeah. you're in your home, because he's yeah. right. 
they they do um i mean what what he should say is that the smartphones it's not all phones smartphones have the ability to it's like your, it's like your tv on standby when you actually turn it off it's, it's on standby just mm-hmm. like your tv yeah yeah Right. So the point I'm trying to make is if you don't want no one to listen to your conversations or or, or um, there's a there's a correct word for it. And I forget it escapes my mind. But if you don't want no one to overhear them, you just put it in the microwave. No, nothing can be heard from that phone once you put it in the microwave is you can't get a signal on it and it can't send a signal out. It's impossible. OK, that's it. And if and, and if you want to test it, put your phone in the microwave and try and ring it. And you'll you'll get an unanswerable tone. But if you if it does ring, that means your microwave is le- is faulty. It's leaking radiation. That's what it means. Okay. Wow. So what I'm the point I'm trying to make is this is the point. This is the point. I cannot stomach this defeatism. Like oh, it's the end of the day. They're so clever. They're God. They're superior. That's why I don't use this term superior because they're not superior. They don't have anything which is superior. Okay. And another point is yeah. Unfortunately, I sent you some information uh, on on the brother who, who helped to discover GPS, a brother from Africa. Yeah. Okay? Yes. And some other information. The point I'm trying to make is this: Yeah, look, most of the times is we are the ones who are creating these technologies. One of the greatest mathematicians is walking about. He comes from Nigeria, right? Creating mm. these technologies. The only problem we have is that we are working for them, right? Because. Right. We always believe that the white, they've convinced us that the white man's ice is colder. That is really the problem. And they've done that through indoctrination. How many hundreds of years have we been putting this white man on our wall, calling him the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost? Okay? That is how they indoctrinated our minds. So this is why today we believe they're so superior. We believe that we can't defeat. We believe all these sort of nonsense, yeah? And in reality, right... We've got everything we need, absolutely everything, and that is what they fear. That's why they spend 365 days of the year uh, uh, concentrating on us, because they absolutely know who we are. The only problem is we don't know who we are. We really don't know. Even some of us who talk like we do know who we are, you you can just detect in in their tone. Look, no one who really knows who they are talks so defeated. We're not going to be defeated in this race. You just know you're not going to be, yeah? You had you had a caller on here, you had an elder on here who told us that the police surrounded him, open fire. He's still here today, okay? And he's still saying the same thing. He's still championing the same fight. Right. He hasn't given up, right? And to me, personally, personally, they're the type of people I will sit down and listen to every day, every minute of the day, because this fight is not a fight about defeatism. This isn't about a fight about what they can do and what they can't do. This fight is about what we can do and what we're going to do. That's right. I agree. That's right. And that's the mindset that we, that's what I constantly encourage. Although I do bring attention to what they have done, what they continue to do. I do bring attention to what mechanisms they have. Not to say, well, man, look at all the stuff that they have. Look at all the weaponry. Look at all the advancements and all this, that, and the other. We, you know, I don't give a damn about that. You know, the only thing that the only thing, brother, that is pre- that is that is preventing us from taking ourselves and putting ourselves up on the stage of human history as free, proud, and independent people is our lack of unity. That is the only thing, our willingness to work together, and because the because the European has been so 
clever and so devious and so undermining and so manipulative that he has caused us to believe that we can't do it. That we can't do it. And here we are on the here we are on the continent of Africa with all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do it out and don't want to pay for it. And yet, and yet, we feel that we have nothing. And yet, and in, and in reality, we have everything. And we have everything that we need to change the dynamic. The only thing that we need to do is unify. Kick the Chinese ass out. Kick the Arabs ass out. Kick the Europeans ass out. The Koreans. Everybody. Kick them out. And then control the resources in Africa. We could feed ourselves. We could actually feed the world. There's so much that we could do. We can modernize the continent with railroads and trains and roads and cities. And I mean, there's so much. But yet, we feel that we can't do it because Papa also, Ochi. too. Yeah. Papa Ochi, listen, um, you know, uh, I, I, I'm not um, directing at the last caller, but it, it, it is a bit frustrating. Look, it talks about communication, yeah? Okay, there's something which I've been looking at a good while. It's, it's an interest of mine. That's what I look at it. And I and I, I don't want to, I'm not trying to be smarter than anybody, but there's there's something, you know, you understand parapsychology, right? Parapsychology. Mm -hmm. The par, para is the right. um, phonic for paranormal, okay? Mm -hmm. Parapsychology. Now, listen, the CIA had a whole team. Just go and look on the internet. It's something I've look, been looking at for years. Uh, because my family are telepathic like that. We, in, in my family, we're telepathic like that. And it's not something I want to really come on the radio and say. I've seen the evidence. I know from my great-grandmother in Jamaica, right to most of us here, my auntie tells me about it. We know about it, okay? So when we talk about communication, okay, let me tell you, go, go look at parapsy uh, parapsychology, yeah, and what the CIA were doing uh, in terms of... Um, uh, um, telepathy, te telepathy in terms of uh, remote viewing. We don't even talk about these things, but they have whole teams studying it, okay? So the point I'm trying to make is, today, we don't really know who we are. We don't. We really don't. When we talk about communication, communication isn't just about sending electronic signals down a wire, okay? It's not about that. Everything is uh, energy, vibration, okay, and frequency. Everything on this planet. Every piece of matter is energy, vibration, and frequency. Once you start to understand that, you'll understand what real communication is, okay? And it's not just about sending magnetic signals down a wire or sending electromagnetic frequency to the satellite. It's bigger than that. So this is why we need to look into ourselves. We really need to study ourselves because we've forgotten. And they've done that through their schooling, falling systems. Let me repeat for you. They have done that through their schooling, falling systems. We think we're being educated, but most of us, 90% of us, are totally indoctrinated. That's what's happened. We're indoctrinated. And what are we indoctrinated to do? We're indoctrinated to serve thy master and mm. do thy master's work. Right. Okay? That's what we're indoctrinated. So that's why we. That's why we're always looking for employment through thy master, because mm -hmm. we don't know nothing else. But sometimes we gotta look into ourselves and go deep within ourselves and and sankofa, and find out who we are. Go back to the source. Right. Go back and fetch it. 
And that's our thing. We're afraid. We've been trained to think and behave this way. We're afraid. That's exactly right, Baba. Exactly right. We are afraid. Mm -hmm. So most of the time when we're talking, we're talking out of fear. And fear is false evidence appearing real. Okay? It's false evidence. So when we're talking about their superior and what they can do and what they can't do, this is all part of the bluff. They're bluffing us. Mm -hmm. Marcus Garvey said us. They are bluffing us. And we are taking the bluff. And, And also, too, because of what they have shown us or what they can do. There's, you know, that fear automatically sets in. Just like I said the other day when I talked about the weaponry and all of the technology and all the things and, you know, that they that they can do because they've always found a better way to kill your ass that you, you become catatonic. You don't want to move. You know, you're like, hmm. but the thing is this, we have to. We have to move. We have to come together. We have to understand what it is so we can purge our minds from it. Let me tell you something, yeah? Um, We we hear that. We have to find unity, yeah? But for me personally, unity, this thing I keep hearing about unity, for me, is just a soundbite. It's just just a vibration. The reality of it is, yeah, before I can unify with you, I've got to unify with myself. I can't unify with nobody else until I'm unified. And what does that mean? Mind, body, and soul. The Trinity. Everything is in threes. Everything breaks down. Even a square breaks down to a triangle. It's three. That's the power of triangle. Three, six, nine. Three, six, nine are the most powerful numbers on the universe. No numbers are more powerful than three, six, nine. And they all represent the Trinity. Okay? The three. So it's the mind, body, and soul. Once you unify your mind, your body, and soul, then talk about unifying with others. Because most of us are not unified within ourselves. So it's pointless when we unify with others. We're just going to be a broken record. Okay, you have to unify with yourself. You're, 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 you're striving to get your mind right. You're striving to get your body right. You're sp- striving to get your, your spiritual consciousness right. And once you start striving towards those things, that is what the representative of truth is. That's what truth is. You don't have to achieve it. You may never achieve it, but you just strive towards those things. And once you're striving, you're automatically attracted to those who are striving towards that same objective. And that's how you unify. You don't want to unify with broken people. You would only unify with people who ain't got themselves together, who talk a good show. But really, they're just fakers. No, I personally don't want to unify. I've done enough time. I know about these people. Yeah, I know about them. I know they talk clever. And when it comes down to really proving who they are, Hello, Paul? Well, they must have bumped him off again, man. You know? <laughs> must have bumped him off again. Call back, Brother Paul. Brother Kwaku, what's happening, brother? How you doing, man? Brother Kwaku? Well, let me see. Who else? Hit star twice, family. If somebody hit star twice, let me know that you're there. And maybe they took the program off the... Yeah, you know, as, that won't be the first time. Baba Ochi. All right. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to take too much time. I, you know, I'm not going to hold the mic for too much longer. But the realism is this, yeah? The, I know they've indoctrinated us for defeatism. They've indoctrinated. But what I'm saying is they are bluffing us. Mm-hmm. Most of the things they use is bluff. It's not them who are creating the technology. We have a part to play in that creation too. The only problem is is that they have convinced us that the white man's ice is colder. So when we are actually doing these things, unfortunately, we're selling our soul for paper. 
That's what's really happening because we we've been convinced that paper is our way forward. Sure, okay, sure. So we'll even exchange paper for the land. Right. right? They, 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 this is the game they play with us. But so, look, the reality of it is, is not all of us are asleep. Not all of us have fallen for the bluff. The reality of it is, unification comes from in inner. It don't come with, from oh, no, without. No. It comes from within. So we've got to unify with each other. And and you, Baba Ochu, I have to use you as an example. I can't use anybody else. Right, I I know you're retired. I know from what you said what you've done. I heard you on the interview, and that's why I needed to know because I just need to confirm. And you you could be out there using your uh, uh, pension money or whatever money you get and enjoying yourself. You don't have to be doing this, okay? I know that. You could be enjoying your life with your family. So that tells me you, above anybody you bring on or talk to, are real. You're keeping it real, Yeah. Because you know yourself and you've unified with yourself. Whatever you've been through, you have unified with yourself. So, you know, the reality of it is before we can unify, each one has to unify with himself first. Look in the mirror and see if they like that person in the mirror. That's right. Okay? That's right. Thank you for your time. No, brother. Thank you, brother Paul. Point well taken. And you're right. We must love ourselves. That's right. Like what you see. Not your... Not when you look in the mirror and you see how nice your hair is or your nose, the dimples in your cheeks or the cleft in your chin. No, like who you see historically, like who you see culturally, like that dark melanated skin and the others who have the same, like who you see and who looks like you. Yeah, that was deep. That was deep. 215-490-9832. 215-490-9832. Somebody, and of course, we have a number of you guys in the in the queue. Hit star twice if you want to make a comment or a question or a concern. Hit star twice. You know, um, the challenge for us to overcome this madness is not to believe a damn thing that the European does. What he says, the images he puts out. Don't believe a damn thing that he does. Whatever it is he does. Language, sound, records, movies, you name it. Don't believe not a damn thing. And particularly things that they say about us. Now, because they don't like the history, when we are going to talk about the history of and, and look at it from our perspective about what they've done, no, that's critical race theory. I don't want you telling the truth because the line in... Um, my favorite movies A Few Good Men with Tom Cruise and Jack Nicholson Jack Nicholson has Colonel Nathan Jessup on the stand being grilled by Caffey played by Tom Cruise you know to the point where he makes him break you know when Kathy said, I want the truth. <laughs> and Jack Nicholson's character, 
working on me. He said, Joseph, you can't handle the truth. <laughs> and the Caucasian can't handle the truth. That's why he's, uh, un, you know, and, and it's the same thing now. You know, now you used to look at the is, uh, Islam and looking at the European in its perspective, knowing that uh, in Islam, Israel, Israel's name is the supplanter. When God says Abraham to um, Jacob, that no longer will your name be Jacob, but your name will be Israel. And, and you can look this up. Israel is the supplanter. He undermines, he undercuts. He's deceitful. And yet, Israel, in many instances, pretty much runs this. His influence is pervasive. He's cunning. He's conniving. I don't know all the damn adjectives. I need a damn thesaurus. <laughs> but whatever words you want to use that would describe somebody, who is evil, evil to the point that the world is deceived that he is good. The world is deceived that he has been so wronged that, you know, how can you dare talk about them? You know, how can you be anti-Semitic? When they are not even the Semitic people, they're not Semitic people. They're not. So how can they be anti-Semitic? They're not the Hebrews of ancient time. Since the letter J was not just created back in the uh, uh, 1700s, so how can they be Jews in Judea and, and, and so many other Jerusalem and so forth. If this letter was not created, then what were they before they were those? Before Jesus. Oh, it was Ashua. You know, how does that translate? And why was it changed? One of the things that is very detrimental to us is the theologies that we have been, that has been imposed upon us. That's why to me, if it's not African, don't deal with it. Yeah, Islam's not African, don't deal with it. Christianity's not African and all of its many denominations and all the many de different denominations of Islam, not as many of course as Christianity, but nonetheless, if it ain't African, you know, and if you've got African spirituality from all the way from ancient Kemet to Ifa and other many, Kondablay, many of the others, they're there for you to, to, to have a strength in you. There's a spirit in you. But what's most important is what's happening in the physical world. 
we've been trained to believe don't worry about the physical world you get your you get your reward in the by and by this world has a special order and this special order is what you see going on where Europeans dominate and control white people whether it's white people uh, uh, from Europe Russia Australia any as long as they are Caucasian long as they identify even those uh, uh, who are could possibly be Asian or one of the countries from Asia they identify with white it's just like in Central America, in South America, in Mexico, they identify many of them with Caucasian. They don't identify with African. Puerto Rico, Cuba, they identify prime one, prime one family, the island of Hispaniola, Dominican Republic on the east, Cuba, uh, Haiti on the west. Dominican Republicans identify. They don't identify with being African. Now, of course, many of them, just like in Brazil, just like in Brazil, they, 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 they love the DNA that gave them that nice brown ass and, and that brown skin and those features. They love that. But they don't love Africa. They don't love Africans. They love that. They love the attraction that comes with that from other uh, people outside or, or people from Europe and called Man, you, you let when Mardi Gras comes around in a few weeks, when, not necessarily Mardi Gras, but Carnival, same thing, same thing. But in various other countries, in Paris, in uh, Brazil, probably the most celebrated carnival in the world is Brazil. And the beautiful Samba queens, these melanated sisters who are just so thick and lusted after by Caucasian men and, and, and some of them paying big bucks. That's why for me I believe that we have to unify. It's Pan-Africanism or perish. Unify or die. I agree with Paul. It's just like reparations. My good brother, Brother Ken Bridges, we talked about him recently, who was it? Who founded the Matai Network. Brother Ken Bridges, great man, good man. You can see, feel his spirit, man, believe me. Good husband, good father. He was killed by the D.C. sniper.
He's on his way back to Philly. Stopped to get some gas in Virginia. And he was killed. And of course, the Mai Tai Network ended. But he said something because we were working together. That's how I met him and got a chance to know him. Man, what a beautiful man. Good brother. He said, we must have internal reparations. In fact, that was his presentation at the Millions for Reparations. That was his presentation with us. Internal reparations. We must repair ourselves. Paul is correct. We must prepare, repair ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually. We must repair ourselves. Hey, brother, brother Paul, you back with me, man? You know, Baba Ochi, let me, I know you're coming to the end of your show, yeah? But yeah. let me just say something quick, and I just want to make this clear, how this spirit is. You mentioned that brother's name. I never knew that brother's name. My dad my dad is an alpha male. I'm not going to get it twisted. He's a pro, he's an alpha male. So I, I know your, your caller calls from Canada. He talks about this. I've heard him on the car club. My dad is one of those characters, yeah? But I remember when my dad was excited about um, this man you call Ken Bridges. At the time, I didn't yes. know your name. And I, I think yes. my dad's not the type of person to get excited like that. And him saying about this cash and business. And I think this, the excitement came around. Whoever this figure was, he was going to unite people, not just in America, but around the world. Right. And, and my dad learned about it through his business associates, yeah? I remember that. And I remember my dad showing me some products because um, yes. my mom was into him. He showed me the product mm -hmm. where they had a symbol on the product, right, mm -hmm. which represented that this was a black distributed company, yeah? Right? I remember that. Mm -hmm. Now, I was at school those times. I was in school. So I didn't really pay too much attention, but I remember it. Like I said to you, I only learned on the Carl Nelson show who this man was. And what, what, what stuck in my brain is how this one individual was, that, was able to reach England and had such an effect because I know my dad never met that man. Yeah, but he just heard about him. So the point I'm trying to make is, right, our spirit comes from within. Okay, it doesn't come through their systems of communication, their systems of education, indoctrination, or whatever. It comes right. from us within, our spirit. And that man was the proof of it. That's why they had to take him out. And and even the fact that they take him out, that's not the end of the day. That doesn't uh, put me off because we have to do this thing because I recognize what they see in us. It's just a trouble we don't see the same things in ourselves. Right. Right. <laughs> And that's all I want to say. And, I, and that, is, that is not a made-up story. I didn't know about this man until I learned about him on the Carl Nelson show. His son came on, and his son told the story of how the FBI contacted him two days before the DC sniper uh, shot shot the, his father. And I said, wow, that mm -hmm. is the same man, because they talk about the cashew business. And they also talked about how it was sabotaged from England, and I found that interesting how a, mm -hmm. a company took over it from England. And I said, wow, see mm -hmm. what's going on. These people work on a global basis. It's a global. Is that, oh, that yeah, global. White, su white supremacy okay. is a global phenomenon. It just ain't yeah. in America yeah. where it's right. ugly. So, so, it's so everywhere. That's why we, can, we cannot afford to wrap ourselves around flags and, mm -hmm. and, with the, and with the nonsense programming they gave us because these people, what they, they, their objective is to control the world and control us in it like we're slaves and prisoners. But I, 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 that's, not, that's not what I was born to be. Mm-hmm. Yep. So thank you for giving me the, that's all I wanted to say, Baba Ochi. Oh, always, Brother Just, Paul. Yeah. Always, man. Thank Appreciate you. you. Appreciate you. you. Brothers and sisters, I'm 
Thank you for calling in and thank you for listening. We end this program like we end all of our programs with the words of Stephen Biko. The most potent weapon in the hands of the oppressor is the minds of the oppressed. This program is dedicated and committed to helping to free the African mind. But not just the M-I-N-D, but the M-I-N-E, because under the feet of African people lies all of the resources that everybody wants, think they can't do without, and they sure in the hell don't want to pay for. Brothers and sisters, you have a blessed and wonderful day. Shem Hotel means go in peace. Asante Sana means thank you. Bibi Fahodier means our victorious destiny. Brothers and sisters, we will be victorious. You have a blessed and wonderful day. Good weekend. See you back on Monday. Peace.